we saw a 40% time increase. So major, major time savings, um, especially when you tell people about, you know, the feature integration. But one thing that I think is true amongst all of our users is they don't really want to spend time on all these little details, like looking at waveforms like we've alluded to. Um, those little edits, there's, there is a better way. The script really fits into that. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. My name is Matt Pierce. I'm the host of the Visual Lounge where we talk about using video and images in the workplace. Today, we are gonna be talking about how to save you time as you make your videos. Now, this is gonna be a very specific workflow using Camtasia and TechSmith Audiate, but we've got our researcher and a UX designer to talk with us about how that's possible and what we learned about making this a reality. So with that said, let's go ahead and introduce our guests for today. Aaron Cloutier has been with TechSmith since 2016. And as our UX researcher for two years, you might recognize her from our Snagit videos. She holds a master's of science in user experience design and absolutely loves getting to talk with customers. Joe Dearman is our senior user experience designer and Joe has been a key player in the design of Camtasia and has worked on a variety of other products at TechSmith, including TechSmith Audiate. His design abilities and understanding of multimedia are valuable and sought after skills. And I can attest, both of them are fantastic people and we wanna welcome Aaron and Joe to the Visual Lounge. Aaron, Joe, welcome, thank you for being here. It's great to be here. Yeah. I think we have to acknowledge that we are definitely not in a virtual room. We are together. This is pretty fantastic. Two months. In our TechSmith <laughs> studio. So this is a, a great opportunity to try things out, test things out, and hopefully you guys like watching this as well. If you're listening to the podcast, you can go see our cool new studio. So we are going to talk about today, uh, Audie, and some things that we've learned. So if you don't know Audie, uh, uh, we'll get to you guys, who you guys are for a second. I want to talk about Audie since I mentioned it. What is Audiate? Anyone, Joe, you wanna start there? It's world-class uh, audio editing. It's all script-based. So you don't have to really look at waveforms unless you want to. You can basically take a transcript that is generated in the cloud, put on an interface where you can go through all of your audio voiceover and find all of the sort of useful bits and form a narrative structure uh, sort of without being, um, you know, burdened by visuals. It's really a good focused way to, to story, uh, write a story uh, using your audio. Awesome. So. If you haven't checked out Audi, it's something that we're going to talk about today because, Aaron, you're a UX researcher. First of all, what is a UX researcher? What the heck does that mean? It's the best chef in the world. But mostly what I do is I talk to customers and I figure out what you guys want us to build um, and kind of bring that story back to our designers. And then the designers take a stab at it. And then I get to test that like first round of design on you guys again. Um, and that's kind of, you know, how we build the product. Yes, and we should probably acknowledge the elephant in the room that you are Aaron from the Snagit videos as well. Uh, but this is a, a- I do more than that. I know yeah, you are I'm more than that, but it's, I think it's important that somebody's like, is that Aaron? And we get to see you in your, yes, your true form. Yes, shout out to my Snagit people. That's right. Yeah. Do you have any quick tips for it? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we're, we're talking about audio. You, you're talking about this, this research that you did, Aaron. Uh, your idea is making people's lives better, really, through our product. So, Give us the high level. What was the research that we were running? Yeah, this came from, we had a company goal of to let software demo demoers like make their videos faster. Um, so before we even thought of Audiate as a solution, we sent out a really simple survey to about like 600 people responded to it. So if you're one of those people that signed up for our research and take our surveys, thank you. We listened to like you 
when you fill out those surveys. And the number one um, issue that we had was people said editing audio, removing the ums and ahs. Um, so that's where people felt like they wasted time. Because let's mm-hmm. be real, like not sometimes not all time is wasted, especially when you're a creator. So if you're like, you know, sometimes you want to be distracted by like the perfect asset or like, you know, creating music to align with stuff. So we didn't want to like speed up things that shouldn't have been sped up. We wanted to find like, where's the pain points? Like, where do people feel like they're wasting time? And that was editing audio. So we knew, hey, we have a solution for editing audio. Let's test it. Does Audiate make people faster? So that's kind of where we started. Okay, so we've got this concept that, uh, and I've been there. I have edited lots of videos where it's like, oh, why did I say um a million times? Or like, why it's just taking up more time than it needs? So, okay, so we, we got the survey. Mm-hmm. And that, then what was, what was the next step in this process? Yeah, so we decided to design, um, so we needed a baseline. So the first group was they only got Camtasia, and then the next group got the silver bullet, which was using Audiate. Mm-hmm. And so, but here's the thing with time data. You could do this pretty unethically, and there's just so many variables that you could have of, like, we couldn't just let everybody, like, create their own version of a video because somebody else you so know, many things are different so many right? things so everybody started with the same fake webinar um we even had to like you know i couldn't even use a TechSmith webinar because those people never say ums and ahs <laughs> i did it because i can say plenty of ums and ahs live um and then we even had like fake dog barking they had to like edit out q a so a classic clean up a webinar flow um we got this idea for a test from our customers again through interviews um, they a lot of those who create demos will often have to clean up their company's webinar and then they clean it up. Maybe they'll throw a bumper intro and outro and music and then they upload it to their company's YouTube. Um, and then the, often the next step is people will then like kind of recycle that webinar into like short, quick hit demos. So if you're one of those people, give us a comment <laughs> or yes. something like but like and subscribe yeah. and leave a comment below. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. So that's like that was the plan. Um and then we had about 25 people do our baseline and 25 people do that first round. Um and we found in that first round 20% time savings. So the baseline group, it took them almost 2 hours to edit a 20-minute webinar with just Camtasia alone. Okay. So removing all the ums and nots. So it was about an hour forty ish minutes. And I'm assuming that would that would be true of any any type of video editing tool. They're just going right into their video editor and trying to do all the the fine cuts mm-hmm. and and moving through that. And so then our audiate folks, at least that first round of testing we did, who saw that twenty percent, you know, twenty percent more time back in their life, they they were like an hour twenty. But that kind of like nothing's perfect. So Camtasia had just launched the cool integration with Audiate in this the spring release of version 2022 where, hey, now when you edit in Audiate, it's also going to edit your video for you in Camtasia, which is awesome. But not everybody in the test knew that. So we decided to test again. This time it was on a smaller group of people, but about 13 in total in that. And we saw a 40% time increase. So major, major time savings, um, especially when you tell people about you know, the feature integration. Okay, so there's a, a few things here I want to make sure we're really clear on because obviously when you start saying 40% time savings, I get very excited about that because I could use 40% more time anytime I do video, right? Like, oh my gosh, I could be more creative. I could 
spend more time on the, the finer points of things. So re reiterate the work. What was that workflow again? What, where did the type of video that we saw that's time savings for? Yeah. So this was just an editing, cleaning up. It wasn't the full video creation process. We didn't include like the time of them like uploading it to YouTube or rendering or anything like that. And the reason is, is again, variables. Like mm -hmm. we wanted to test, like this is a cliche analogy, but like we want to test like apples to apples, not like apples to orchard. Like the moment, it has to be just a very specific workflow. So if you're somebody who spends a lot of time cleaning up audio or like hunting and pecking on the waveform for like a giant um, like this is going to save you time there. And hopefully we'll come up with more ways to save, you know, other time. Absolutely. So with that said, Aaron, I want to, oh, let's bring Joe into this conversation because I think there's something here to be said. So Joe, you're, you, part of your role as a, a UX designer is helping to design the workflows and thinking about the, the end audience, right? Yep. Um, so as you know, Aaron's running this study, I'm sure you're, you're listening. I don't know if you're listening in or watching or you're probably went through the results with her at least. When you think about the workflow, how does that fit with what you're thinking about from a design perspective, Camtasia to Audiate and then that round tripping? Yeah, you know, it's so our users in Camtasia are, are building out amazing content for their in viewers. In viewers, they want to make it engaging. They want to add the visuals. But one thing that I think is true amongst all of our users is they don't really want to spend time on all these little details, like looking at waveforms like we've alluded to. Um, those little edits, there's, there is a better way. The script really fits into that. I mean, when I started TechSmith almost 12 years ago, we had already codified at TechSmith that the best way to make a video was to not just hit record, but to write a script, write an outline. Uh, Matt, How many times have they said, I've said that on the show? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and Matt's been a great advocate of, of a really successful workflow. And so us as product people, we naturally go, well, wait a minute, we should build a product around the script. And so when we have the technology to be able to take a video, in this case, now that we have this integration and say, this is the video, this is the narrative in, a, in a, essentially this beautiful, you know, laid out, you know, well set, um, I'd hate to say word doc, but it is essentially a, a transcript uh, in text. So you're sending, so I just, cause somebody's listening to this who may not be aware, but you're sending your video from Camtasia into Audi, it's transcribing it. Yep, that's right. Giving you a tech, basically a text document version of your video. Yep, that's right. And so you can go in and you can, I mean, in all the granular ways, like if you want, you can do a sweeping change. Audi does a lot of stuff that accelerates finding your ums and us. So hesitations, delete them, silence them, whatever you want to do with them, go back and pick the ones that actually add to your authentic voice because sometimes an um is okay. Um, but then also it has features that shorten pauses. So if, if you want to pause and deliberate, or maybe you talk, you pace a little slower in your recording, you can tighten it up. Those are the things that we do automatically for you. Uh, but then of course we have this power of just searching through the entire video in this, this very easy to, to browse way, which is the text transcript and actually shape your narrative. So as opposed to just looking at this sort of linear recording and scanning around and being stuck in the mire of visuals, you're actually focused on what's the message, what's the takeaway you're shaping and that allows all kinds of uh, workflows to emerge. Well, I'm just gonna, I mean, here's my little testimonial because I do a lot of longer, these more kind of webinar style, even th this show sometimes will end up through that workflow. And I, I will say it's been amazing just how much time I save, like I, when I do a recorder presentation and I'll just often do it kind of, it's a presentation off the cuff. I've got my slides, I'm recording those, I'm recording my voice, I put it through this workflow and it's like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I can go and find the section where I know I messed up or I've said it twice. Yes. And it's, it's, it's been an amazing workflow. But what I wanna ask, um, Aaron, as, as you looked at this research and you kind of think about all the things Joe's designing for, was there anything that surprised you 
based on what you saw from behaviors or kind of the, the what came out of what you were seeing from the, the users? Yeah, I was shocked that we hit 20% and then we hit 40%. Like to me, like time data, especially in the UX world, like you, there's so many variables, you can't always get it right. Um, I really didn't think we were going to hit 20%. Like I, I was shocked. And I know our Audi 8 team, they were like, whoa, it should save 100%. Which I'm one is, of those guys. <laughs> yeah, which like, but like for me being, I guess, more of like a disbeliever, I just didn't, that's a lot of time saved. And then like still with a really solid 64 people sample size, you're just like, we had, there's some statistic relevance to this. And I just, yeah, but, but I would have been that. happy with like 5%. But, but I love that. But it also shows that there there's some relearning re or learning that needed to happen between that 20 and 40%. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like at first we weren't, we didn't see that. And, what, and again, if you'll reiterate maybe what, why was it? Yeah, we, so when initially? we released the new version of Camtasia this spring, that was finally when Camtasia and Audiate got just a little like more closer, closer aligned. Um. They're still like two separate products, um, but now with that integration, it feels like a more seamless workflow. So a lot of the folks who we tested with Audiate, they had no idea that there was this new feature. So they were just do coming into the test with their old workflows um, where before like they would edit the audio and then have to then edit the video to match up with their audio. So yeah, we were seeing, and there were some like bugs because again, the integration was only a month old when we were testing, so we had there were some bugs too. So what about you, you Joe? You're, you're here advocating like it should be a hundred percent faster. What from a design standpoint, as you think about how we bring things together, what put yourself in maybe the user shoe? How do, how do they have to change what they're doing? Because that's hard. Yeah, changing my workflow really tough. Yeah. I don't I don't like it necessarily. Well, no, I think that's actually the cool part because we use our tools internally, and as I've used it, speaking anecdotally. I've changed my workflow that's added this sort of, you know, all this time saving has been reflected by me having a different approach to content creation. And so like one example of that is instead of having, you know, one stream of conscious take, which by the way, I love to do, it's, it's good practice, but it takes effort, it takes stress, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of energy in that. You can still do that stream of consciousness sort of flow, but then you start figuring out, oh, there's no pressure. I can do three tries at this. In an audio, I'll just pick the right one. I'll delete the ones that weren't right. And you get that natural cut. And in Camtasia, you're recording all of these streams of content. You get your webcam, your screen recording, your audio. So as you're editing stuff uh, in audio, you're like, that's the right take. And it just magically appears in your Camtasia timeline as the right cut. And so those are the types of things where, you know, when we say 120%, 150%, it's not outlandish to us because we've changed our workflows in a way that really works. I mean, in this this sort of integration shines in some remarkable ways once you sort of embrace it. So I, I wanna ask, and maybe both of you, I, I don't know what Joe, what you've seen is, but I'm curious, did the users in the research study, and I know it's very controlled and we're obviously we want that from a, a kind of a authenticity, kind of actual reality of, of change, but did they notice a difference? Like, were they surprised how it changed? Yeah, definitely. Because with time data, you have to like scrape off outliers. Um, and then part of like what we did interviews just following up of like, oh, why did this take you so long? And in some of them, we got to see like, you know, on the recording, what? 
it's integrated. Like there, there was like that shock and surprise. When they got to the 40%, was it the other way? Like, oh my gosh, this was so easy. Or was it like, no, actually, they aware? when we told, cause we did prime people this time to make sure that anybody who was in that second round of testing knew exactly, Hey, there is this integration. So like, I just added like two sentences in the original like test instructions. Like, by the way, this now integrates and you'll see these lines like, you know, on your timeline. Um, so that, you know, like it edited your video along with it. And there was less, or time to get nerdy, there was like yep. less standard deviation in our second group. So there weren't as many outliers. And that just kind of shows you that like everybody, like in that second group, the data was like tighter on the graph. So there was less, we know there's less mistakes and that people are all kind of doing the same workflow where before there was that mixture of like, maybe some people read their Audiate email and knew there was an integration while you know some just click that x on the pop-up you know that when you open up audiate but see it, the new features but you're getting that consistent result meaning that it's yep. much more realistic that anyone who follows that that general workflow is going to see the the benefit yeah it's more likely that they'll see 40 percent time savings than 20 percent, even though the 20 percent had a higher sample size absolutely so okay let's let's for if you're listening to the podcast, you may want to uh, go over to the video to watch. But let's, Joe, can you maybe walk us through some of these workflows that you think will be a, a value to our customers to understand what is what is Absolutely. this work? How, okay, Aaron has just pitched us on forty percent time savings. You're saying it's maybe going to be even more. <laughs> I'm excited. I get loud when I get excited. Uh, I, I'm really curious. What does that look like? How do I do that? How do I get to that 40% time savings? Yeah. Talk, us, talk us through this. I'm interrupting this transmission to cut in with a higher fidelity demo of the Camtasia Audio integration. Here I have a project where I've recorded using Camtasia's recorder, my webcam, mic audio, screen and system audio. I've used Camtasia 2022's asset library to add a nice background and this sort of branded treatment in the upper left corner here. And I've laid it all out before I've done the edit just to show how powerful this integration is when syncing from uh, Camtasia to Audi and making the round trip back into Camtasia. So let's go ahead and start by just selecting uh, this webcam where it has, uh, you can see the peaks and valleys in the past. You know, the editing experience was zooming in, finding that exact, that exact thing you want to remove and then selecting it. Right, and then hitting delete, and then you continue from there. We're just gonna bypass that entire experience. And I'm just gonna go over to the audio tab of the properties panel. So I'm in Camtasia's editor here, and at the bottom of that audio tab, there's a edit and audiate card. So I'm gonna go ahead and select edit and audiate. This will prompt me to save my project. And now what's happening is the audio file is being sent to audiate to generate a transcript. Okay, so it took about a minute for this project to complete processing. But once I have this transcript, you can see my story is now visualized as a script or a, a Word doc, as it were. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to make a couple edits I know I want to make off the bat, which I'm going to remove that front part because you can see there was a little bit of a pause there. You see all these pink uhs and ums. I can go through one by one and delete them. Or the faster way is to go over to the suggested edits drop down. So I'm going to go ahead and select this. And here I have 48 suggested edits. I'm gonna go ahead and delete all hesitations. Just like that, they're gone. There's this other little uh, piece of information that was under the suggested edits drop list, and that is optional edits, the ability to silence or shorten all pauses. So let's go ahead and try that. So I'm gonna hit shorten all pauses. And now you'll see it says shorten all pauses. Anything greater than two seconds, a pause greater than two seconds should be reduced down to, and in this case, the default is 1.5 seconds. 
We'll go ahead and make it one second and we'll make it a little tighter that way. So I'm gonna hit okay and the edits just happened. Now there's also a part of this video I know I wanna remove and it's where I talk about a particular font classification called the, the grotesque font classification. Let's go ahead and navigate over to the edit menu and we're gonna go ahead and find, and just like you would expect, doing word processing, you can start to type in what it is that you're looking for. In this case, I was gonna call it the grotesque classification and there it is. And so I see the block now that I mentioned that. So let's go ahead and remove that. And just by hitting backspace, it's gone. And let's see, I see another little section I can remove. All right, so let's go into the, to the very end of this and it looks like, okay, I close with thanks a lot, bye-bye. So let's go ahead and export this now. So I hit export and I'm gonna send it back to Camtasia. And by default, it's gonna make all the edits on the timeline true. So everything is gonna stay synced. And then I also can create the captions here. So I'm gonna go ahead and make sure that's toggled on. And then a caption file is automatically going to be sent back to Camtasia and immediately visible. So let's go ahead and hit export. And I'm gonna go ahead and save my project. In this case, I'll call it my Google Fonts Tut. And now it's saving the project and exporting the file with all of the edits and sending it back to Camtasia. And just like that, you see my video has been edited. If I go ahead and zoom out, you'll see all the things that I had on my timeline are still there. And we can go ahead and zoom in and see what it actually feels like. One of the cool things about this integration is the cuts happen in a way that's really tasteful. It's these jump cuts that you see all over uh, social media. But one thing that doesn't jump around, and this is really one of Camtasia's amazing advantages, why we use this product, is the cursor is the hero. So the cursor never jumps around. Instead, anywhere it would have jumped around, it's now going to tastefully animate to the correct position. So no matter what, your viewer has this continuity. We really believe this is key to a great experience. The viewer of your video should always know where the action is about to happen or is happening in your share out. And it just all works. It all sounds great. One thing I didn't mention is all the amazing audio effects you can do in Audiate. You can make this sound like it came from a professional studio without having that environment at all. But you'll also notice that we have this caption file here. The captions are being uh, rendered out and we can go in and edit those also if we'd like to. Uh, but usually when you're doing your editing experience in Audiate, you'll polish up any of the things that you'd like to there. And then it's just magically happens to uh, populate in Camtasia so that you can access it when you export your file. So now that I'm complete with this edit, I'm satisfied with it all. I can share out my project. And uh, with that, I'm gonna send it back to you, Matt. Definitely encourage you all to download Audiate and Camtasia 2022, try them together and see for yourself just how much of a time savings this is and improve your quality of life of video editing. All right, so as we talked about, I was able to do all these edits. Everything on the timeline stays in sync. I don't have to go back and realign sort of where those marks are, where I did splits. Uh, again, if you feel like you went too far with the audio edit, you can ungroup everything and just uh, trim things back out. Uh, there's total flexibility here. Uh, and this is really just the beginning. I mean, we're, we already have stuff that will be delivering very soon that allows for even more flexibility in going back and forth between the two experiences. Um, but, you know, at, at a high level, what we just did was video editing with really very little effort. And so just for some basic cleanup, I did some big, uh, some really big changes easily. Uh, but I could also go in and delete more things. I could even re-record and add things. Camtasia's timeline is just going to dynamically adjust to make it all true. So all of your callouts, uh, and again, you get captions after the fact. So captions come with it. When you export this, you have that caption to sort of put wherever else this goes to live on. Well, I love that this scales, right? That I mean, you're doing a short project, but when you look across 
an hour long webinar or something like that? How much time do you actually gain because you're not like you're just going through that textures, maybe reading, skimming, pulling out, and you're not looking for the waveform, you're not the ums and ahs. And then you're taking this hour, probably an hour long piece of media and you're turning it to easy, probably 50 minutes by just getting rid of some of the extra stuff or things you didn't need or, you Absolutely. know, all the, and also you've got a more digestible piece of media. You've got through it probably pretty quickly. Reusable content, right? Like when you have a webinar that's an hour long, how many people are going to sit through an hour long webinar? Meanwhile, you have all these folks on social that are hungry for something to come through their scroll to stop at and listen to at these little tiny chunks. And Audiate and Camtasia, it's perfectly set up to make those sort of, um, you know, you could argue those are sort of just a part of the deliverables of your webinar, right? And so you can sort of shift your thinking of what's the collateral that comes out of these long form pieces that we do. Yeah. So, so Aaron, as, as you, you've gone through this, we've seen the 40% savings, time saving, which is amazing. What, what do you hope to be able to understand next in terms of the kind of these workflows and the, what Audiate and Camtasia can do? Anything yeah. coming up? I mean, TechSmith still has that very, I would say, go-getter goal of trying to reduce the time it takes to create a software demo. That was like, what are the, that's one of the reasons, you know, this time study came. And it's, we're not going to stop at just audio. Um, again, those like 600 people that filled out that survey, editing audio was like one of the main pain points, but there was stuff that like struggling with the timeline editing. There was like all these other things, you know, right underneath it. So I think we have like a good flow and a good setup now to like start doing more time tests on like other areas of Camtasia. But hopefully this time it'll be like a brand new feature because Audiate was around for about like two years before we did this test, but I'm sure you guys will, you'll have something new for me to test. Oh, absolutely. We're very excited <laughs> about it too. Yeah, so we won't we won't spoil anything, but I would say keep your eyes open for what's coming in the next couple of months with Audiate. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe have you back and some of the other Yeah, actually, Matt, can... I checked with Dan, uh, the product lead on Audiate, about what I could sort of reveal that's yeah. coming very near. We mentioned script writing as the top of the experience, making content. Um, Audiate will be delivering a scripting feature that's a really interesting UX angle. It's a, it's a toggle that lets you go into script mode where you can basically get that narrative structure just right, then go into the reporting workflow. Um, so that's something that's coming uh, very soon. And again, I alluded to the fact that we're going to have this ability to go back and forth between the experiences, the context, as it were, of, of Audiate and Camtasia. Um, that's coming also very soon. So make sure that maintenance is uh, renewed and active so you can get these updates. Well, and I mean, and we haven't even talked about some of the things that Audi also does, like the effects and the, the noise removal. Oh, the, world class. Yeah, those are You a, can run amazing. a studio. You could do, do audiobooks. You could be a professional voiceover artist with these tools. They're, these plugins are uh, exemplar. And pretty much any environment that you can record in, we have you covered. It's a really amazing tool. Awesome. Well, I want to thank both of you for spending some time talking about this. I, I hope everyone will go out and avail themselves of the 40% the time savings. Obviously, it's one particular avenue, but I, I know, and again, you know, I, I'm very blessed to be able to have access to these tools. I see on a regular basis beyond just the webinar that I save time using these tools together. So awesome. Me too. Now, if you guys will indulge me, let's do you want to have a little fun for a let's second? I, I have some fun questions here that we I, I wasn't gonna plan on this, but I think I think we've got some time. So 
Uh, I normally roll die. I have a 12-sided die. I would roll and I'd ask you questions. I don't have my die with me today because we're in the studio, nor do I have a place to roll it. <laughs> so we're going to just play a game called, Aaron, we're going to start with you. Just go ahead and pick a question between, pick a number between 1 and 12, and you get whatever question you select. 8. 8. And Joe, you're going to pick? Uh, 7. Okay, so <laughs> perfect. Um, uh, oh, wow, Aaron, this is perfect. If you had to pick an image that represented you, what would it be? Like a photo that's already been taken? Could, no, an ima any image. We're, we are a video and image company. We use images. So what's, maybe it's an, even a GIF. You can, I'll, yeah. Run it through your AI art <laughs> generator. That's right. <laughs> it's all a rage. Man, there's this GIF. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. Or I guess it's more of a meme. But it's of like a little golden retriever puppy going like this with like flowers behind it. And I feel like that embodies me. Perfect. Yeah. I, I, and I, anyone that's watched your Snagit video is probably like, yep. <laughs> high energy, high, uh, but very, very likable. Okay, Joe, question number seven. If you had to shift careers and out of the world of UX design, Ooh. what would you be doing? Oh, it's such a good one. Uh, I think, oh, this depends. I, 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 you've given me this question before. <laughs> Let's see if it changes. Uh, I think this time, I'm, I, last time I said artist, this time I'm going to say carpenter. Okay. What what would you be? What would be the first project you want to build? Um, it's a, a piece of very sturdy furniture. <laughs> we'll have to talk about. It. I got a, a interesting woodworking company for you to watch. Awesome. Let, let's do one more question. So you can't ask uh, for seven or eight, but still one, two, twelve. Besides those two. Number two. Number two and Joe. Oh, it's you three. Okay. Please. <laughs> well, just okay. So Joe, we'll start with uh, you this time. Uh, what's the one thing you're most proud of in your career? Ooh. Um. Well, I have to say. Uh, this, the seminal moment in my career is uh, having UI that I worked on with the coaches I team at TechSmith be featured in an Apple keynote. We had two slides of uh, the iPod, uh, iPad Air release, and uh, and our UI was was up there uh, on the big screen with uh, Schiller uh, and Jobs uh, walking through the notes of why the camera matters so much, and our TechSmith was represented there. That that is, uh, I remember that day, and that was how amazing that was. Yeah. So the greatest part, truly, was being in the team room together and the high fives. We'll never forget it. We are all family for life because of those, all, all of those types of experiences. Right. Absolutely. Well, now now you can after this you can see her on the visual lounge twice, <laughs> and I ask you the same question. Okay, Aaron, uh, a little tougher question. Oh. So how did you master the topic we talked about today? So in this case, we'll talk about being a UX researcher. I know you probably don't feel like a master of it. No. As most of us don't feel like masters of our domains. But how did you, let's talk about that. How did you get involved in being a UX researcher? Like, how did you get so good at what you're doing? Yeah. So I didn't know UX was even a career path. Like, most people don't. <laughs> so I started at TechSmith as my first job out of college. And about, like, a, maybe even less than a year in, I saw, like, back when we were in our old building, like in the break room, they had like company events. And there was this like UX conference that our boss, Jesse, was like speaking at. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll go. I'll just go and support. And nobody else from TechSmith was there. It was just me sitting in the crowd with an, a fellow, like a friend who was a UXer. And so I went with her and I was like, Stuck. There's other people in the audience. So. There's other people okay, in the audience. Okay. There's no other text. <laughs> That's a really good thing you showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought more text smithies would be there. Nobody was. So Jesse was just like, hey, thanks, Aaron, for coming. 
But after that, I was like, oh my gosh, like this marries together, like all the things I'm passionate. You got that business side, you got that design side, you got that like advocating for people's. It was, it's like the perfect career. Um, but of course I did not enter into this job role until probably like four years later. So there was a lot of like, I worked for a small startup. I was going to like UX meetups. If you have like meetups in your area, like check those out, listening to podcasts, mm -hmm. like, you know, reading so many books. Use software. Um, yeah. Just, Use it. Just a lot of like self-learning. And then I got my master's in it. So perfect. So you are a master. Don't let don't <laughs> let me downplay. You are yeah. truly a master. Well, uh, Aaron and Joe, thank you so much for spending some time talking about this. I hope what I hope really what everyone takes away from today's episode is that idea that there are amazing time savings available. And mm -hmm. thank you for finding that out. Thank you for designing software that's usable. But go out check out the audiate and text or the camtasia integrations and see for yourself that's the thing right like it's one thing for us to say all day long like you're gonna save so much time and we believe that we've tested it but it's all about what you do at the end of the day and so. also your voice matters because yeah. we don't know what to test or what to improve unless you guys tell us so thanks for filling out those surveys and being a part of our interviews well and thank you to both of you for being with us today and joining me here in the visual lounge that's cool. fast. All right. We want to thank Aaron and Joe once again for being guests on the show. We hope that you found this valuable. And as you're watching these things, you're thinking about, hey, how can I make better use of tools that I have to make better videos? Now, one of the things we talk about on the Visual Lounge often is getting better. You don't have to get better exponentially tonight or tomorrow, but just get a little bit better every day. And this workflow, what I'm so excited about and why I wanted to bring it to the show is because Think about this, an instant kind of 40% time savings is huge. Again, I just wanna say that as I've done this process, it's been amazing to see how much faster I can make these videos, particularly of these kind of one-off, I'm making it, just saying it out loud, and then I wanna go back and clean it up. It makes so much sense. So with that said, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, we hope you take a little time to level up every single day. Thanks everybody.